So if John Cena loses, John Cena starts to doubt himself. John Cena talks to a small child. And that small child tells him to believe. And the child gives him the headband. And then a single tear comes down John Cena's face. And the American Eagle comes flying from behind him. And John Cena turns into Super Cena, and then he and then he wins the title. That's how you do it. And, and the American flag, <laughs> the American flag falls from the ceiling and drapes and fireworks and shit. I mean, you know they're gonna do it up, and they're like fucking Fruit Loops and Cheerios dropping, you know, from the sky. Little kids and other lovers of short arm arm people, you know, stand up and rejoice. <laughs> Hey, what's good, fam, bros? You are listening to the Slam Bros Show. This is the 21st, 17th edition of the Slam Bros Podcast. Uh, I am your host, Bowman12L. Join me as always is the other host, Illawasi Illa. What's good? What's good, Bowman? What's happening, Slam Bros? Hope you guys are ready for another rocking edition of the Slam Bros Show. Keep bringing it to you live and direct. Tell a friend to tell a friend. And then tell that friend to tell another friend. They tell their friend. And they leave a comment. And then they subscribe. You know. That's what's up. Yo, keep the business rolling. Hey, so we're, we're going to get straight into this. Because we got a big weekend of wrestling to get to. And yeah. So, Illa, you ready? Let's go. Let's start it off. All right. Boom. Yo, so no dirt sheets today. This is a special um pirate edition of the slam bros podcast we we about to buster your your your, your podcast feeds with the a, a pirated edition and so royal rumble is this weekend uh, hopefully you're listening to this before the royal rumble because we got predictions but before we get to the rumble we gotta get the nxt takeover san antonio so uh we're just gonna go through this get some predictions out there and hopefully not set the internet on fire or maybe set the internet on fire while playing Run the Jewels. All right, and look, first match on the card is Roderick Strong versus Andre Cien Almas. This is for the uh, NXT, right? This is NXT. Uh, Roderick Strong is, uh, of course, one of the, uh, another indie darling, not as darling as some other people like Bobby Roode or Austin Aries, uh, but he was on um, Ring of Honor. He was there for a while. You know, he picked him up and he hasn't, you know, kind of excited everything as much as uh, previous signings have. And then uh, Andre Cien Almas has kind of been, let's say, his initial run with the TakeOver, not TakeOver, but NXT hasn't been as exciting, as promising, or as uh, um, successful as many uh, imagine the uh, the uh, Hispanic superstar since uh, demasking. Um, I'm going to go with uh, uh, Cien here because he needs to win. Uh, he's had a recent heel change, uh, heel turn, and he's actually building a little bit of character here. Um, he, he needs the momentum more than uh, uh, Roderick has. Normally, the debuting face will get a win at a takeover, debuting. but see, debuting, debuting face will get the 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 win at a takeover. But seeing how Roderick has been, he's been here for a few months now, and uh, Cien needs to win. I'm gonna go with Cien. Yeah, I also go with uh, Cien for this one. Um, I mean. Rod's gonna get his shine, his chance to shine, but I just don't think it's gonna happen right now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, moving up the card, we have the perfect ten: Ty Dillinger versus Eric Young. Um, man, they've been doing a little, I guess, almost Daniel Bryan s story with the 
Ty Dillinger these last, I say, six six or eight months in NXT. Uh, Ty Dillinger has never gotten a signature win at a TakeOver event. And um, he's become he's become the uh, the lovable ba- uh, baby face of NXT right now. Everyone's addicted to his 10 gimmick. What is a perfect 10? I don't know. It doesn't matter. Just throw up your fingers in the air and yell 10. 10 at everything. 10 out of 3 count. 10 out of 10 count. 10 out of 2 count. Whatever. Just yell 10. Uh, of course, Eric Young, he's back. He's now leading Sanity. Um, a good little I like I like that group. They got a good look. They kinda um they twitch and they kinda intimidate people on the way to the ring and whatnot. Nikki Cross is all crazy. Eric Young's all crazy. Um looks good. I mean Eric Young, of course, he showed up one night, fought Samoa Joe, and then disappeared for half a year, and so it's good to see him back. Um Ty Dillinger's a guy that can lose, but I think this this might be his night. I think he has a, a win over Eric Young here, and then Maybe he shows up on Sunday, but we'll get that to later. Uh, nah, Ella, who are you saying? Eric Young. It'll help establish his faction and strengthen mm. his position. Mm. Yeah, Ty's a guy that can lose. He's a guy that can lose. What about the, the NXT Tag Team Championship match between Do It Yourself, the champions, and the Authors of Pain? Oh, man. So this one, uh, uh, DIY. Which, you know, I'm not really a fan of that tag name. Like, hashtag DIY. Like, it's just, it doesn't roll off the tongue. It's like a lot of work. It's a lot of words. Um, <laughs> I, they, their run to the tag team, the NXT tag team titles was a great little story. They teased maybe that um, Johnny Wrestling and Psycho Killer, uh, Johnny, um, Tomasa Ciampa were going to break up possibly they had their singles match early in the cruiserweight classic um they made it look like um johnny gargano was like the weak link and he just kept holding champa back but then they rallied and they fought together their friendship uh you know led them to their uh title victory over the revival yeah it's um, like a my little ponies episode we're friends <laughs> Yay. so they need a a strong a strong win over they haven't really defended it except the the rematch against uh, the revival. So author of the pain, they haven't lost a match yet. And here's the thing. Here's the thing about having like monster heels is monster heels with undefeated streaks. Eventually, they all have to lose. And it's what happens in that loss. Can they take a loss? Where do they go from there? Or are they completely ruined in a loss? So I think the authors I, of pain are about to author do it yourself defeat. Mm. Ah, we disagree. I think, once again, I think it's going to be DIY. Because I don't see them being called up anytime soon uh, to the main roster as NXT needs some people that can hold that brand down so they can get that touring money. And Johnny Ciampa and, uh, no, excuse me, Johnny Gangardo and Tomasa Ciampa are um, their well-known faces that can, you know, people put money in to go see. So maybe not quite yet. I say maybe next takeover. All right. Then we have the NXT Women's Championship Fatal 4-Way Match between Asuka, the champion, versus Billy Kay versus Peyton Royce versus Nikki Cross. Who you got, Bowman? Uh, Mosk, uh, they're going to have to call the police down to San Antonio and call this a, a mass murder because Asuka's about to murder all these girls. If she had more hands, Hell she yeah. would choke them all out. <laughs> if I had more hair, yeah. Uh-huh. <laughs> Oscar is my joint, 
and she is definitely gonna uh, she's gonna keep the belt. But usually, in like any kind of fatal four way, any kind of multiple, any kind of multi person championship match, it's very rare, if ever, that the champion loses in a match like that. They usually lose in a one on one uh, situation, unless they're trying to do something where they're trying to keep the champion strong and have them lose um, without participating in, a, in the finish. But I just don't see that happening here with Asuka. It could, but I just don't see the point. I mean, Asuka's on a roll. She's a great champion. I think Asuka retains the belt. Um, they have been doing some interesting stuff with Nikki Cross. Like, you know, Nikki Cross is just too crazy or too stupid to be afraid of Asuka. And that uh, insanity is going to propel her to put on a, a decent fight. I like that um, Billy Kay and Peyton Royce just do not know what they're in for. Um, you know, there's there's a growing fan base of Billy Kay out there. Um, I don't know. I'm still indifferent on her. She she goes out there and she looks like a velvet version of uh, uh, what's her face from Mortal Kombat. She looks like a velvet version of like Katana, you know, uh, from Mortal Kombat with her her outfit and then her big boot finish. I think is like the worst thing. I'm like it's like she can barely. I think like she's gonna break her leg like Sig Vicious did every time she drops that big boot. I'm like, oh my god, this girl can't get her leg up. But other than that, I mean, she's been getting better, um, but she's still not Oscar level. I don't see any right. I don't see anyone taking that belt off Oscar anytime soon. Once again, because they need to put butts in seats. And um, right now, me personally, I'm not paying money to go see Billy King. I don't know about you. I know some people might be out there, but they might be thinking with their pants. Um, but like, I'm not. I'm not paying money to see Billy King right now as a champ. So yo, Oscar, he's choking. She's choking out everybody. Um, make sure that the uh, the medical staff is on site. For that match. Gotcha. All right. And finally, we have the NXT Championship match. Shinsuke Nakamura versus Bobby Roode. Although, I don't remember when Shinsuke got the title back. The last time I saw him, he got his ass kicked by Samoa Joe. Um. So, yeah. So, he basically got it two weeks after. Because uh, they went to tour. They went, They did They did a tour in Japan and Australia. And so basically, in uh, in his hometown, Shinsuke basically got the title back at a house show, and then uh, Samoa Joe once again lost his rematch in a cage match in uh, Melbourne, Australia. So they did it pretty much at house shows. That's when he got the title back. Gotcha, because they actually have a show in Houston. I want to say the twenty sixth, so in a couple of days. And then Royal Rumble is this Sunday. Uh, so. Check check your card if you're if you're gonna be out there because normally, um, yeah, some of the more developmental guys show up at the, the NXT house shows. But like even even in my small town, um, like yo, they bring out like I'm like you know watching Samoa Joe in the Lakeland Armory is just like yo Samoa Joe should not be in the Lakeland Armory <laughs> wrestling. <laughs> Finn Balor should not be here. Him poking holes in the ceiling. I, you know, but like, yo, check it. Uh, those those NXT shows, um, they tickets like start five ten dollars, and you're seeing like some of the some of the best, and and they just have fun. So, uh, if you see NXT coming to your area, or even like ROH, or even a small promotion like in your little armories or whatever, your little gymnasiums, just check them out. They're like five dollars. What else are you gonna spend five dollars on? A Wendy's burger? You're gonna, you're gonna eat that Wendy's burger and be disappointed. I guarantee you. Um, but back to the main event of Takeover San Antonio. Uh, Illa 
this is not going to be a battle for the NXT Championship. This is going to be a battle of who's got the most uh, crazy-ass entrance. That is true. This is this is what it's going to be. Um, does Nakamura air hump violins again? <laughs> Always. <laughs> Always with the air humping of the violins. Shinsuke's interest is so bust. I mean, Bobby Roode is perfect for his character, but Shinsuke's is as well. It is so boss. You know, so it's just like, how many violinists can we shove out here and get going? But um, I don't know. I think the match itself is going to be pretty good. Roode is a little bit more technical. And, of course, Shinsuke, the master of a strong style. So it should be an interesting clash. Uh, and I like the, just the change-up, you know, so the idea of, because he's had a great series with Samoa Joe, but it will be good to see him facing a different type of competitor and see what kind of match they produce. But I still think yeah. it's another great quality match, and I think Shinsuke is going to retain. Yeah, some people, a few years ago, people were calling like Bobby Roode like mini Triple H uh, in his style and his look. So um, uh, Roode's more of like a, a, a brawler. You know, he's, I don't think anyone's going to call him like, you know, one of the 10 greatest uh, professional wrestlers currently wrestling right now, but he's got the look, he's got the package, you know, he looks like a wrestler, you know. Um, and that's going to, it's going to be a real contrast of styles, like you were saying, with uh, Shinsuke's uh, strong style, Japanese style, to like Rude's like really traditional American style, grappling based, more um, like ring psychology. I just I just want to know, because Rude's on this whole like, I'm bringing Obama to NXT and we're going to class up this joint. Like, like I guarantee there's going to be some moments in that match where like Bobby Rude is just going to be personally offended just by like, you know, Nakamura's, um, you know, Joey Mercury, Michael Jackson get up going on here, <laughs> you know, but I just, I just want to know, like, is, is, is Bobby Roode going to have like more people in his entrance than like Donald Trump had his inauguration? That's what I want to know. Probably. Probably. <laughs> Yo, so NXT is Saturday. I don't, I don't remember what time it is. Just Google it. I guarantee before you even finish Googling, it, it's going to autofill what time NXT starts. Uh, it's gonna be a, a smart show, and uh, Saturday uh, is done. Moving on to Sunday, because for whatever reason, um, WWE has no respect for your time. Royal Rumble starts at 7 p.m. Uh, Eastern Standard Time, and then apparently the pre-show is two hours. Don't watch that. Go be with your friends and family. Go do something. Don't watch that much wrestling. It's it's just not good for your health. But uh, before we get to the Rumble itself there are a few matches on the card that we got to predict so first we got uh neville versus rick swan for the wwe cruiserweight championship um pretty much you have neville who's been like the brock lesnar of the cruiserweight division against uh, rick swan who's actually uh built up a nice strong fighting champion for himself uh, Ella, i don't know about you but i feel like rick Swan has been a better champion than the previous two cruiserweight champions and Brian Kendrick and um, TJ Persing. What are you thinking right now? I'm actually surprisingly thinking Rich is going to pull the upset and retain in this first contest. Leading, Building into it, I thought Neville was going to just crush this dude. Um, I actually thought Neville had already whooped him and won a belt. But I think mm-hmm. that Rich is going to retain, and then they'll hold it off for a, a later match where they can um, have a rematch and build it up, and Neville will take the belt at that point. They did it. I think. I think you're right. Uh, they'll normally go maybe uh, two or three contests before like Neville gets that belt because 
yo, people are, I think, actually interested in when these guys wrestle, when they go at it. Like, the audience actually wakes up and pays attention, and you don't really see that with uh, the Cruiserweights too alive right now for what they're doing. So, uh, yeah, I think uh, the homie Swan uh, is going to keep his belt for a little bit. Uh, moving up the card, we got Charlotte Flair versus Bailey for the WWE Raw Women's Championship. Um, Charlotte's on pay-per-view. She's, uh, what, are, what, are they, what are they saying? She's like 15 singles, pay-per-view, whatever. It's an inflated number, so whatever. Charlotte, does she win here or does she lose here? Uh, Charlotte is going to yeah. win. Charlotte's going to win. It's walking in. Uh, yeah, WWE, they like their streaks. Uh, they're going to make Charlotte be 16-0 and in singles pay-per-view um, matches. They're gonna because they're gonna have that nice parallel with Ric Flair's exactly. 16 championship. That's what I'm saying. I think she's gonna win it, and then that'll be it. She'll be the 16 time pay per view champion or pay per view winner or some dumb shit. Although with the way she keeps getting the belt back, shit, she'll be 16 time in no time. Yeah, she'll be 16 she, by. Keep putting that belt on Charlotte. Like flip, flip. they want they want to get that number up there. You know, I mean, even Ric Flair will tell you he lost that belt 15 times. But actually, he'll tell you he lost that belt 20 times because he's. He talked about a few times before Rico where he just had to lose that belt so he didn't lose his life. But, <laughs> but like, those uh, those aren't on the... He's not keeping those title changes on the record book. So, yeah, I think Charlotte goes to 16. And, and technically, she did lose that one, what, double team? that She's lost pay-per-view matches before. So that's why they spin it as singles matches. Because, like, she's lost on pay-per-view before when she's been part of a team or whatnot. Uh, all right, moving up, we have AJ Styles versus John Cena. The WWE World Heavyweight Championship. Beat up John Cena. Beat up John Cena. Man, I was I was like, yo, I was looking at that clip the other day. I'm like, yo, I gotta send this to Illa. This is gonna make his night. <laughs> what are you gonna do? I'm gonna go home to my hot Asian wife, and then I'm gonna come back and beat up John Cena. <laughs> All right, so this I think this uh this could. This could steal the show. I mean, they stole the show at SummerSlam, or they could be instructed not to steal the show. And we'll, we'll see what happens. The The outcomes of these these last two matches are really going to affect who might possibly win the Rumble. Um, so if we see Styles retaining, I think it says a lot if Styles retains, right? Because then the, narr- the narrative is, I think long form, you could do an interesting story if Cena loses here, right? Because Cena's whole argument is, I still have to quote Mark Henry, a whole lot left in the tank. I'm still John Cena, and you better recognize, right? But AJ has been his kryptonite, as we've discussed. If yeah, AJ wins yeah, yeah, here... Yeah, yeah, What you just said, but fuck that. <laughs> John Cena's going to lose to AJ Styles, and he's not winning the Royal Rumble. He's Well, he wouldn't be in the Royal Rumble. But basically, long-term, because you got to build up the uh, John Cena tie in Ric Flair, and it doesn't really feel like... This, this doesn't seem like the moment for John Cena to tie Ric Flair, right? They would really, really try and market that and get that like, yo, now he's he's matched Ric Flair. Like, no one else has done that before. So if John Cena loses, John Cena starts to doubt himself. John Cena talks to a small child. And that small child tells him to believe. And the child gives him the headband. And then the single tear comes down John Cena's face. And the American Eagle comes flying from behind him. And John Cena turns into Super Cena. And then he... And then he wins the title. That's how you do it. And the, and the American flag, <laughs> the American flag falls from the ceiling and drapes and fireworks and shit. I mean, you know they're gonna do it up and they're like fucking 
Fruit Loops and Cheerios <laughs> dropping, you know, from the sky. Little kids and other lovers of short arm arm people, you know, stand up and rejoice. It's, it's, it's going to just be like a montage. You're going to see like the diversity kids playing on the park. You got the black kid, the Chinese kid, and the white kid. And they're just like running and they're playing. And then you see like the old people with the American pin on their hands. And then you just see John Cena just... Yeah, they're gonna they're gonna build it up. That's coming. Like they're not just gonna do that the rumble, uh, against like AJ Styles. Uh, they're gonna build it up. So uh, I'm saying AJ Styles, uh, but who knows? Vince Vince could do something. And then we have Kevin Owens versus Roman Reigns in a no disqualification match with Jericho hanging from the. Let me get this right. The WWE crash cage cage above the ring now let me ask you something real quick if the whole point of putting jericho in the cage was so he couldn't interfere why in the hell make the match a no dq match of course that's when you know the the fix is in <laughs> that's when, you, when i heard that i was like oh there it is So, I mean, but we all, we know Roman Reigns is going to lose to begin with. I mean, Kevin Owens is retaining. Um, Jericho, I don't even know what the point is of him and the whole Shark Tank thing. It's just so dumb. But, I don't know. I mean, Jericho's good. Jericho is going to make it entertaining. He's going to do something in that cage that's going to be good. And the cage is going to play a part. You know, maybe they rig it and it falls down on top of Roman Reigns and that's how he loses. But it's going to play a part. I don't know if it's so such a guarantee that Kevin Owens walks out of this thing, all right? Um, when they took that belt off of Roman, a lot of signs went off in people's heads like, damn it, now he's winning the other belt. Um, but my thing is, all right, what object does Jericho drop from the cage? Because no one has ever not been locked in a cage above the ring and not dropped an object down there. To their buddy. So what is Jericho dropping? Is he dropping a, a key? A the list. Pipe? The list. The list. <laughs> the list gets dropped. KO uses that, or Roman uses the list on 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 Kevin. Uh, okay, the list gets dropped. So all right, I'm in in my heart of hearts. I want KO to win, but my Vince McMahon mind is telling me that Roman Reigns is walking out of here, and he's walking to. It's walking into WrestleMania. You, you don't know Vince. Roman Reigns is not winning that fucking belt from Kevin Owens. All right. No. Okay. All right. All right. Hopefully, I hope you're right. I hope you're right. Because, you know, we've been dealing with four years of Roman Reigns now. And, uh, you know, I know what we're going to do. All right. So, moving on to the signature match. Uh, what some people call the greatest gimmick match in the history of gimmick matches, the Royal Rumble match. But before we get there, few orders of business we got to take care of one the kofi kingston spot over the last 10 years kofi kingston has been doing the zaniest things not to get his black ass eliminated from the rumble um there's of course there's been the pogo chair hop there's been the land on the partiers from adam whatever the guy got fired the the, the party people and you know party surfed um around the, the ring he landed on the guardrail and jumped back to the ring uh, all these things that Kofi Kingston does every year not to get eliminated, only to be eliminated shortly after. So, Illa, uh, one, what's your favorite Kofi Kingston spot, and what do you think he's doing this year? 
I don't know. I mean, I love the Kofi Kingston spot. So, I mean, when he's hopped on the chair, when he's ran the rail and leaped across, I mean, he's done so many great ones. So I, I expect nothing short of another great Kofi Kingston spot, only for him to be eliminated moments after. <laughs> but <clears throat> you know what's coming. So I look forward to it. But I have no idea what stunt they're going to pull this year. But I still look forward to it. I love the spot. I like the fact that Kofi's been given a little chance to shine. Um, you know, he's holding it down for concave chess men everywhere. You know, <laughs> after they tried to elevate him in that feud with Randy Orton and then quickly dropped him, I was like, I just fear for Kofi's career. But he's managed to bounce back decently with the New Day. Um, so, you know, I, I'm happy for that young man. All right. Uh, quick note, Xavier Wood, he gave an interview last week, and he says that it is his goal, it is his personal goal to make sure Kofi Kingston wins uh, World Heavyweight Championship. Before his career is over, that's his that's his life goal currently right now. And uh, Xavier Woods, he's a man. When he puts his mind to something, he can make it happen. So he's looking out for the homie. Um, yo, my favorite Kofi spot is I don't know if you remember. It's when Big Show threw him over like the signpost, and his foot landed on the uh, the steps, the steel steps, almost like a baseball slide. And he's like, "Oh!" Um, he threw him over this ring post. You mean? Yeah, he like yeah, he threw him over the wing, the ring post, and he was like landing. And then both feet landed on the last step from the steel steps. And he's like, hey. So it's almost like, you know, I slid like a baseball slide. And then, you know, he climbed back in the ring and then was promptly eliminated not long after that. Um, I like that. I like the more simpler things. I don't know what they're planning. Last year they did. Uh, he he rode Big E, right? Uh, mm-hmm. He landed on Big E and they, they rode around the ring. So um, what could Kofi do this year? Uh, he's gonna land on something. Maybe the guardrail. Um, maybe watch him land on someone who's actually coming in. I don't think he's done that before. Where someone's entering the Royal Rumble and he lands on them, and then he's like, "Hey, what are you doing?" And you know they got to take both him and Kofi into the ring. So um, I see Kofi landing on somebody this year. That's 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 what I'm saying. The Kofi spot is. Yo, let us know what your favorite Kofi spot is. Um, what do you think he's gonna be doing? Let us know. <laughs> all right let's get it cracking all right so let's let's get it into the rumble so before we actually predict our winner we're gonna predict we're gonna predict um surprise from being in it Right now, currently, we have 22 firm people for the Rumble. I'm going to listen real quick. This could change as of time of recording when you hear this. Uh, we got The Undertaker, Goldberg, Brock Lesnar, Big Show, Dean Ambrose, The Miz, Sami Zayn, Dolph Ziggler, Big E, Xavier Woods, Kofi Kingston, Bray Wyatt, Randy Orton, Luke Harper, Braun Strowman, Chris Jericho, Baron Corbin, Cesaro, Sheamus, Big Cass, Rusev, and Mojo Raleigh. Or as Rusev likes to now call himself, Handsome Rusev. He calls himself Handsome <laughs> Rusev? <laughs> yeah, I, on I have Monday, totally he was not- like... 
I did yeah. not hear that when I yeah, watched Raw. On Monday, he was clowning Big E and Big Cass. He's like, "Why do you need to remind your? Why do you need to remind everyone that you're big by putting big in front of your names? I don't call myself handsome Rusev. Maybe I should call myself handsome Rusev." <laughs> I totally missed that. Oh man, Rusev never fails me. Rusev, Rusev such and Rusev, such, Rusev, Rusev such and such. Hey, yo, so oh, let's let's work it like this. All right, so we got eight spots. We still don't know. So I'm going to say they do four people who are still on the roster and four surprise entrants. All right. So give me who are the, the last four normal employees you think are going to be there. And then give me four surprise entrants. Uh, yeah, I don't know what you mean by that, but I'm just going to go with this. Kurt Angle. Um, I definitely see Samoa Joe popping up. Um, we may get some kind of weird... Uh, boogeyman godfather type of pop-up um uh, uh uh what's my man's name gold dust and um our truth they're probably gonna do something you know where they, they'll make an appearance uh so i expect a couple nxt guys to show up um you gave me three more and um shit have they mentioned kane at all uh kane is not He's not on the thing, but like, yeah, Kane will probably show up. He normally shows up. You got two, no, two more, two more spots. Who's in this rumble? Um, fuck if I know, man. <laughs> <laughs> who, who you got? Who, who's in? Let me think on that, cause I can't even right. think of who's worthwhile right now. That would be, you know, a pop up. Kurt Angle is denying a Rumble appearance, even though his any dates, his uh, appearances for the weekend have been canceled. So, but he's denying that he's not he's not showing up in this Rumble. Um, I'm gonna say for the four people still employed by the company, uh, I'm gonna go Kane because they always like to do Kane had the previous record of eleven people. He got eleven people. Uh, Kane's gonna be in there. Um, Gold dust, either gold dust, or either gold dust and our truth, um, because the the rumble is like really really uh, heavy, uh, um, raw heavy, so they need another smack guy, smackdown guy in there. Um, I wanted Heath Slater, but he didn't win, so it'd be weird if they put Heath Slater in there, um, on the the smackdown show. So Heath Slater, I'm saying he might show up just for just for giggles, um, surprise people. Samoa Joe, it just seems obvious that like Joe has to show up in this damn rumble. Joe has to show up in this rumble. I'm gonna say this is the, this is a real big gamble. Ty Dillinger shows up at the 10 spot. He's got to. Not 11. That not would 12. be funny. He shows spot. up at the 10 spot. All right, Ty Dillinger shows up at the 10 spot. Uh, Tyler Bate, the winner of the uh, UK tournament, shows up. Because he's under contract, got to do something. He shows up, or Pete Dunne, uh, the bruiserweight, shows up, and um, I'm gonna say either either Neville, uh, either Neville, Rick Swan, or T.J. Perkins. Who I would like to from, see is fucking uh, Cody Rhodes. Rhodes isn't Rhodes isn't coming. He's not coming. No, I know he's awesome. not coming, but I would love to see it. It would, it would be, it would be awesome if uh, if he did show up. Um, 
He's he's making that any money, man. Yo, they were they there's a crazy stat for Rhodes uh last year that he he was the only wrestler that within a year showed up at WrestleMania. Um ROH is like um Ring of Honor's uh their big pay-per-view. Um some other event apparently called Slammiversary or something. I don't know what that is. Showed up at Slammiversary and then also at Wrestle Kingdom. So he showed up at like all the major promotions, big like wrestling events all within a year. Cody's doing what he wants, man. This man's gonna turn around and turn himself legend. Um, so yo, those those are those are those are the eight. Who knows what could happen? We'll find out Sunday. And then the last order of business is who's winning this damn match. This is I don't know about you, but this is the most unpredictable rumble um in in years. If if Roman Reigns wins that title, if he wins that belt off of Kevin Owens. Um, most likely he's going to be facing Braun Strowman. I'm saying that Braun Strowman wins, um, this rumble. Uh, so I don't, I don't even know. Illa, who are you thinking wins the rumble this year? Um, who, the current title holders are Owens and what's his face? Uh, AJ AJ Styles. Yeah. I think they're setting up a triple H Seth Rollins match. So, you have to. I think Undertaker is probably going to win it, um, just so they can set up the John Cena Undertaker match for Mania. Um, That's rumored off the cards that Vince has scrapped the June, the John Cena Undertaker match. Yeah, but Vince is a lying motherfucker, so there's that. Um, <clears throat> because if you're a SmackDown winner, you face the SmackDown champion, but I don't think there is any intrigue in that. So, well, no, no, no. What they could do is have, if Cena wins the title, Undertaker wins Rumble, and then they automatically face off. If he was going to go to SmackDown for that title. You know what I mean? Uh, yeah. So that instantly creates that match. Um, but then that begs the question of what do you do with um, Owens, Reigns, etc. Because when you think, Royal Rumble is all precursor for WrestleMania. So that's the thing you got to think of. They're going to do... Brock versus Goldberg again, maybe with Strowman in the mix. I'm not sure. They may do Roman versus Strowman. So my money is more so on uh, Undertaker winning the uh, Royal Rumble. I don't see Goldberg winning. Don't see Brock winning. Um, I think that Strowman may eliminate Brock to help further their feud. Um, and that's why I think that it could be a Goldberg, Lesnar, Strowman, you know, match at Mania. If they do it like that, if they don't do like a, a Lesnar Strowman at like the February pay per view, uh, Lesnar's not scheduled to work February, but Goldberg is apparently scheduled to work a pay per view if if the reports on his contract are are to believe that uh, Goldberg would be working the Fast Lane pay per view before Mania. Um. Oh, another quick question. Does The Miz come out to Dane O'Brien's music? <laughs> that would be awesome. But I like The Miz's music. Um, so I have no idea. And who's your winner? Who do you think is going to win the Rumble? What's your prediction? Oh, man. I, I, I honestly don't even know. Um, Brock and Goldberg don't need to. Uh, they're, they're WrestleMania. Um, oh, and the other question car. is, who do you think is going to have the most eliminations? Because my vote is going to Braun Strowman. 
Strowman's gonna have a lot of eliminations, or Samoa Joe is gonna have a lot of uh, eliminations. Like if you're gonna make Samoa Joe look like a beast, um, uh, shout out to the, the the people on Reddit that have been uh, perpetuating this this Miz coming out the Daniel Bryan idea. Um, man, uh, no, I would like to see if the rumors are that they're trying to give Samoa Joe a big push. Uh, I don't think there will be a bigger way to do it than have Samoa Joe debut in the Rumble and win it. Uh, that would be huge. Also make him look like a beast. Um, I have no clue what Undertaker's plans are. Uh, Brock and Lesnar, as we discussed, they don't need to win. Uh, Big Show, we already know. Big Show doesn't need to win because he's wrestling Shaq, so we know what's going on. Um, I guess maybe does Shaq show up in the Rumble to further their WrestleMania feud? Because they haven't done anything since Mania last year. Does Shaq show up? Who knows? Uh, maybe Shaq is one of the last eight. Uh, Kofi's not winning this year. Xavier Woods isn't winning. Bray Wyatt. Maybe. No, not this year. Randy Orton, not this year. Luke Harper, nope. Uh, Strowman is probably... Strowman's looking like the most uh, likely. Uh, I think Strowman, they've done a lot of work. I'm thinking Strowman... It's either going to be Strowman... The Undertaker or Samoa Joe. And I'm putting most on Strowman. And who is the final four going to be? Oh, man, the final four. So the thing about the final four, the last two need to be able to wrestle. They need to be able to wrestle. So final four are going to be uh, Undertaker. Undertaker's coming out late. Undertaker's coming out late. Uh, Samoa Joe. Strowman and Sami Zayn. Sami Zayn's going to come out early because you need that's someone a good who, four because you can work a long match. Yeah, that's a good four. In fact, I think Strowman might eliminate both Goldberg and Lesnar. Now that I'm thinking about it, but I think Strowman needs to be in the final four just to uh, tease like, it, and then it because and you got to have the underdog outside shot winner, which would be like a Sami Zayn. Or, um, so yeah. Yeah, so um, yeah, because the, the last the last four need to be able to work because the last two are normally like wrestling, just a straight up wrestling match. Like um, they 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 are they're doing that. So um, yeah, we'll see what happens. Um, I'm glad that this year that the Rumble isn't just like um, it doesn't appear terrible. The last couple of years, I was pretty obvious where their booking was going, and it it just we've seen the fruits of what happened, right? Um, the Rock got booed in Philly. Um, you know, no one, no one cared for uh, Roman's win then, and then the the previous win where uh, it was Roman again, and then uh, last year, uh, Triple H was a was, was a surprise, but we all knew Triple H was coming back to win it. Like once I said it was for the title, and you know, like we knew Triple H was coming back and win it. So the beauty of the Royal Rumble is like you got all these like people just pretty much trying to throw each other over the top of the rope, but also the unpredictability of it. You never know what's going on. And then that changes, um, you know, the next two months of like wrestling all the way up to WrestleMania. So, um, I'm excited. Should be fun this year. I'm glad to get, we actually get to say it could be fun this year. Cause it was looking bleak for a minute. Yeah. I think that they try to go out of their way to make it the most, um, what they consider star studded, but you know, it just, they built up their people enough where some of these names like a Baron Corbin or a Cesaro or whoever is down there kind of matter enough, you know, and that's usually the issue with the 
with the wrestling nowadays is that <clears throat> you just didn't care about them. They didn't have a big enough name built for themselves. But they spent time in the last year building the guys up a bit, you know, so they're decent enough named characters. So we'll I see mean, what happens. I, yeah, we'll see. And then if, if there was any year that they should have done, like, a 40-man rumble, it should have been this year, right? Between the Cruiserweights, the UK talent, and NXT, they could have easily done, you know, a 40-man rumble without relying on, like, you know, legends for surprises and outside help. Like, they could. this would have been a year if you're going to do a 40-man. Because now you got, like, Goldberg, Lesnar, Undertaker, all in the rumble, you know? So, yep. madness. So, but hey, yo, tell us what you guys are thinking. Uh, hit us up at Slam Bros Pod on Twitter. Uh, let us know who do you think is coming in here. Who are the final eight? Who's who's being confirmed? Um, who's surprised? Who's winning this thing? Let us know. Uh, hit us up on the iTunes uh, at Fan Bros. Subscribe. Um, leave a comment. Let us know what you like, what you don't like. Uh, reviews help us out. Let us. They really do. Um, the algorithms, the robots, they love that stuff. Um, they that's what pushes the podcast higher among the ranks and more people hear it. We can do more shows for you. Uh, you can find me on Twitter. I'm at Bowman12L. Illa, you are at IllaYC. Or you can find me at YC the Champ on Instagram and also at Charlie and Champ on the Twitter. So check out the Charlie and the Champ show on SoundCloud.com, Charlie and the Champ. So, you know, your boy Illa's just everywhere doing his thing, doing my art, doing these podcasts, hustling, grinding, making it happen. Come holler at your mans. Yeah. All right, so enjoy the Rumble. Don't watch all that wrestling this week. We'll catch y'all next time. Peace.